ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are, your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. We're back, boys. 101, episode 101. 101. I feel like we have to like almost now start over. Like it was so exciting at 100, and now it's like we're back at one. I'm, I like I'm it. Doing you got one button on that. Chest hair is flowing today. Perfect I, for the 101st episode. Should I Should I cover up? Is this a PG? No, no, no. Leave it, man. It's, it's spring is around the corner. We're getting I loose. I don't. I feel I feel attacked. This is, a, this is a new explosive polo, man. This is the first time I'm wearing it. Branded. You're wearing it in your bedroom. You're not even wearing it out in public. Out of the bed, no. <laughs> no. You got to test drive these things, Mike. You got to test drive these things, you know? I just got to know that, like, I have, like, the good range of motion and everything. <laughs> well, well let's so speakers listen, above your head. We, we got a lot of compliments on episode 100. The fun, like, round robin of digital wheel of death, I guess you could call it. Uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun putting each of us on the spotlight here. Um, today, though, we, we have an esteemed guest that we're excited to have back for the second time. Um, we're going to be talking all sorts of things about themes, about just where the industry is right now, and, and nobody better to do it than the one and only Heidi Hiller. So, Heidi, hey. welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, 101. Yes. Yes. Heidi, you have more energy than us, which is amazing, and, and we love it. Love to have you here. You cannot be in the midst of business without a lot of energy and a lot of uh a lot chutzpah. of oh, we call it chutzpah. Chutzpah, you got to work with the toughest group, thirteen-year-olds. <laughs> so, how are you, Heidi? How's life down in Maryland treating you? Oh, life is awesome. No more masks. Everybody's coming. In. We actually have people coming in the office again to visit us and to do um, meetings, like real meetings. Isn't it great? No more meetings over video and um, site visits, and we're busy. Awesome. We're busy. It seems like everyone decided to have a party in May, but <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make it. That's just a new, not just a New Jersey thing. That just seems to be the way it's it is. It's all over. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. would you reintroduce yourself and what you do to our listeners? Absolutely. So I am the owner, the creative director of Innovative Party Planners. We started over 25 years ago in a basement with a friend. Uh, my friend Zazie Golden and I, and uh, we were both artists and we thought, well, we have kids. This is fun. Let's do it. I personally had a lot of uh, background in corporate work. I was a sign designer, advertising executive, art director, you know, a lot of time. But then, you know, when you become a mom, there's this thing called children mm -hmm. uh, that you and your husband juggle. <laughs> so. I decided I needed a break so I could take care of three children, but you know, I got bored, started a business. <laughs> so, nice. 25 think, years later, we, it's a I big business. Too much time on my hands. Too much time on my hands, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're napping. Let me go do something yeah. creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like to work. So I uh, like to bring home some, some of my own money to spend. So they say. But uh, yeah, so we started in uh, 20 years ago, we moved into a warehouse space. And we started adding party planning services to mm -hmm. the decor that we do. And now I actually think party planning has taken over as far as like the number one income stream. Uh, and the decor is certainly um, number two. To a that. lot of time people think that's one of the same, that Correct. a decorator is a planner or a planner is a Correct. decorator. Uh, but but it is two very different roles. That's yes, as a, matter, as a matter of fact, we just released a blog two days ago about that. Like what services are you really, people also call here looking for day of coordinator that's become very popular post pandemic. Like, Heidi, can you actually like kind of bundle all three of those real quick? Like just for our listeners, just like- what Okay, so we offer event design, event planning and day of event coordination. So, so what, 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 would, what would like, what would be the difference to a listener? What is event planning versus event design versus day of coordinating perfect yeah else? so event planning is really the overall project manager of your event we're, we're working with all your vendors we're working with you we are creating your event experience for your guests we're taking everything into consideration we're working with the venue we're really there to make sure that you walk in as a guest and we, it's not that we take away control from our clients. We want them to have control, but we become the project manager of it. They are still our boss, okay? And they still make decisions. And we ask a lot of questions. And we do it with weddings as well as bar and bat mitzvahs. We do it with corporate events too. Um, I actually think that the design part, the, the decor part is like a vendor. It would be, you know, I could take them to a decorator, mm -hmm. but it just so happens to be in my warehouse. So it's right. a whole lot easier um, to take that vision, that that theme, that creative spark that got this theme going and really develop it fully because we do it visually, but we also do it with the planning with all the vendors. So what you're eating, what the what words are coming out of your guy's mouth, like you know, I heard the cool AF theme last week. Yes. Um, yeah, like that. That would be fun to take on visually, to take on, you know, food, to take, you know, like all the elements. So the planner is really thinking about it overall from the top with the client. The decorator is usually just another vendor that comes in and drops everything off and sets up per a floor plan, per whatever. The planner worked with the hotel or the venue to make the floor plan happen with the client adding in their tables and all that. Um, although there are some planners and some decorators where we can go to a new level, which we call event producer, which I didn't talk about in the blog, but that's really like taking an event and it's not a sea of rounds. It's bringing in square tables and high tops and lit things and like really like thinking about a floor plan very di visually different and the event experience right. being really different. And that's yeah, producing. I want to stop for just a second. You used the word project manager two or three times already, and I mm -hmm. love that because we use the same terminology at Explosive Entertainment, and it makes such sense. And my wife is actually a project manager for a different industry by trade, and you know, listening to what she does on a day-to-day -day basis of timelines and schedules and subcontractors and putting all the pieces together, I, I always joke with her, it's problem manager also because there's 
lots of bumps in the road and, and somebody has to manage those problems. So often when a client says, do I really need a planner? The, re the real question is, do you really need a project manager? Or are you, you know, as the mom or dad planning the party, capable of putting all these things together? I, I, I love where you're going with that, Heidi. I, I, I might have to update my blog a little. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thank you, Michael. <laughs> I think there's a distinct difference. And the question that I think that families should ask themselves when deciding if they want a planner or not is, are you... Thanks, willing, man. capable, and do you have the energy and the fortitude to deal with a bunch of vendors? Can you do that? If the answer is yes, then maybe you don't need a planner. But if the answer is no, then a party planner, a real party planner, not like a decorator person who can also do something else, a real party planner is probably something that you want to consider. It's the navigation of all of the vendors. Because um, I use a football analogy all the time when talking about this stuff is that um, you know, the, the head coach, the owner of the football team is, is the client, right? And then the head coach is that first party planner type person who's going to put together the game plan to everyone else. And then the quarterback is really going to be that entertainer who's going to take all of the ideas that the party planner is conveying from the ownership team down the line to all the other vendors, which are your wide receivers and your cornerbacks and things of that nature. Um, so you got to ask yourself, are you the type of person who can handle all the vendors yourself or do you need someone to be that extension of you? Right. Um, and the and language, the language we all use, think about it, like timeline, floor plans, what your wife does, Michael, right? We all do for different industries, but a party planner knows the language. Correct. There's a lot of times like a client uses words and we don't understand what they're saying. And if they didn't have a planner to be the interpreter, Vendors may great, not get it. Interpreter is another great buzzword here. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So let's jump now to what does a day of coordinator do? And so, then from there, I want to go into themes. So day of so I'm having a real problem with this day of coordinator theme. I, I mean, word. Okay. Um, it's taken, borrowed from a wedding term. Um, often, I think the DIY brides would bring in a day of coordinator because they didn't have a planner their way through and they they can't be the the head coach, the quarterback, the 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 you know whatever. What did you say, Dylan? The top of that, you know, they can't be. You know, they can't be the person the vendors go to the day of. Right, they're busy right. getting their makeup done and the, all that, and they need to be the bride. So they want to basically transfer responsibility over to someone who hasn't been involved in the planning to take over the day of. And navigate all the mistakes that they didn't foresee coming. <laughs> that is how I look at it. So yes. I refuse to sell day of coordination. It is not possible to come in and have that game play well if we haven't already gone over everything beforehand. So I, mean, what, I require 10 hours ahead. But yeah, you, I was going to say 10 hours, you, like at least, right? Now at you just a couple, like, do you want like, is, is there another period that's like good for that? Like two weeks, a month before, 90 days? Yeah, I say, I say you know, it depends how much the client's done. So we, you know, I, I get requests for day of all the time. And we have a form that we send whenever anyone asks us for anything. It's the same exact form. Whether you ask me to be your event decorator, your planner, 
or your day of coordinator or month of, if they would allow that term, but it's the same form. And it's interesting to see how they fill it out. Where's their head? Just because they're using those terms. Oh, but you know what? I really need a couple more vendors. I'm not quite done, but I just need you to be my day of coordinator. And I need the floor plan because I don't like what the hotel did. And I, you know, like they start to add on. So we actually solved that by billing by the hour, not by the project. There is no way we would know what the project's going to actually become based on a, a an hour phone call or meeting or, you know, a couple contracts, right? right? So our contract allows you to slide at work through any services. So if you need us to end up doing some decor or set up or, or you decide you want us to stay the event, whatever it is, we just add it on to your so, contract. Heidi, in a former life, I actually was a catering manager and ran a venue. And a lot of the time, the, the struggle was the DIY family that just couldn't physically day of bring everything to the venue or set it up. So that's where the, I want a day of person comes from because, right, the DIY person. Yeah. yeah. And, but, yeah. but, but that's a decor. That's a, that's not a de- coordinated day of coordinator. That's a day of setup person. Yeah. It's a delivery person. Delivery, and a setup set it up and leave. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah right. It's not. And I won't do that because We've had too many problems where people have made things and they're not made to our standards. They fall apart. Then I become the repair person on site. They're disappointed. And we can't do that. There are people we know that we will refer and they will work directly with. That's that's a great take take takeaway. And then let's go into themes. Okay. I'm going to give an example that just happened a few weeks ago. A family had bought a neon sign, an actual neon sign. It cost $800. It was shipped to the party, and somewhere in transit, it broke. And when it got to the venue, the, the family didn't know it was broke, but when it got to the venue, it was, who's responsible to hang it? Is it the venue? Is it the decorator? Is it the DJ who brought the apparatus for it to hang from? It's already broken, right, Mike? It was broken. As and you opened it when it came. Yeah, when it was unboxed, it was broken. And, and, you know, right. now, whose fault is it? Do you hang it broken and just kind of... Hope and nobody notices. Like, what do you? Yeah, it won't work. The oh, gas, like, the gas escaped. <laughs> this could be like probably like a main focal piece. This is yeah. Like, right. Once, it, once it's so, broken, because you know what makes the colors are different kinds of gases. Right. So, that, so the, the takeaway there is, it's hard families. to trust people to do the job for you. But if you are trusting them, then the ownership becomes on that person. Well, the, it should have been shipped to whoever was responsible for hanging it, so that they could open it. And uh, and look at it and come up with the solution before the day of. Right, right. And then they would have seen it was broken. So we're about halfway through our podcast. Let's talk themes because I think this is okay. Like we could almost spitfire quick ideas here. And, and uh, Dylan, I'm I'm gonna kind of put no. you in the range here. Um, no. I know you deal with themes all day long, but you got a professional here on the hot seat. What would you like to ask her about themes? If you never saw a candy theme again, would you could it be soon enough? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm asking. Um, all right. So there are so many great ways to incorporate um, the child's personality into these these events. Mm-hmm. What are some of the themes that you've seen that showcase personality really, really well? Nice. Um, we just did an event in September, which I think was incredible. First of all, 
right now we got a lot of older kids, right? They've been postponing their celebration. So they're they're not 13, they're good 14. Point. Really good they're point. 14 and a half. There's a really big maturity jump in that year. So this young man, they did a talk show theme. It was late night. He was incredible. He took center stage. They did, he himself was a videographer. So he had a video that we played to get the adults down into the main room. It was at the a Fillmore in Silver Spring. Um, so like the venue was perfect for the theme. We set up a talk show stage and he interviewed his grandfather before the challah brocha. Love <laughs> he brought up his uncles and grilled them on a, you know, like a talk show because he was the baby brother and got the hand-me-down band. And he wanted to know what his father's brothers got his hand-me-down. Like his personality came out. It's like Jimmy Fallon, this kid. It was amazing. It was like, he was like and hosting the Tonight Show. It was. And the way he was dressed and everything. Like this family, it just worked so well together with our planner. We had uh, Vivian was the planner on that one. Um, and she knew the kid well. So I think the more we know them, that you know, they're, are they shy? You know, we always say, do you like pictures of yourself? Do you want to talk? Do you want to sort of be in the background? You have to gauge the child's comfort, right? Right. So let me, like, let me share some takeaways from that. Yeah, um, yeah some takeaways from there. Maybe that theme doesn't work for everyone who's listening, but what you said, the right venue is key. The venue made sense for the theme. Um, you also had a guest of honor that wanted to be the shining star. That doesn't always happen. So in this case, you were able to capitalize on that. In other cases, you need to actually do the opposite. Um, you said the attire. You know, I, we didn't talk about what he or she wore, and that's okay. But the attire made sense. And and even this um, set that you made of the desk, and, you know, I, I, I'm envisioning a Jimmy Fallon look also. Yes. Yeah. So all of these elements make tie into the theming of the event and and, and you know you you also i, I love that you also sent a, an article that you were recently featured in um and i've got my diet pepsi here but it was it was a diet coke or diet pepsi was the theme because that? that's cool diet that's so coke <laughs> so different how do you how do you make a bar mitzvah themed off of diet soda let me tell you when mom came in and told us that i was like um okay and but, but i'm not alone not here cool. i got a cool. i got a creative team and so we automatically go to the art department like what what detail is going to come out of this and then we'll go big um and they started cutting apart the cans of soda and turning them into flowers so cool and we created this and so you know we brought the client in with okay here's this concept that we have right. um and we just use empty can empty glass bottles with like a very simple red flower on the kids table lined up you know just nothing major but the entire room was draped in a silver for the soda can <laughs> um and we had a, a was it coke yeah we had a diet coke bar um, so cool. for the adults with uh mix-ins and um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just so much fun. And the cake spun. It was uh, one of Duff Goldman's creations. So. so you know what I, you know what I love about all this guys is that, you know, it sounds like theming. So theming has been around for, for years for, you know, baseball, you know, uh, Broadway dance. It sounds like the themes now within reason for a family affair, you can make them a little bit more mature and that's, that's awesome. So like 
things like a talk show, maybe it's stand-up comedy, this Diet Coke theme. Like themes don't have to be right in front of your face, so to speak, if if that's something for our, our listeners to take away. You know, you can really dig deep. And if it's something like super like specific that your son or daughter's into, let's roll with that. Get creative. I mean, like Diet Coke, like that's awesome. Like the logo and the, and the cursive and you know, you can do so many cool things with it. Like you don't think on that level. We're like, it's very broad for us. Baseball or soccer. Or I've right. done. Yeah, you try to get more specific though. Right. Right. Like, really okay, cool you stuff. like soccer? Do you like the teams in Great Britain? Like, right. do you like world like soccer? Teams, do you like national yeah. teams? Is it a specific? Is it the the women's soccer teams? Like, whatever you know, like right. Really cool. So you we do dig deep. I think that's really important. Like, and we ask the kid. Mm-hmm. Right? What is it? We want them walking in the room and their friends going, oh my God, this feels just like them. Like, you know, that they get it. Otherwise, they're the same as they were before when it was the other baseball theme. You know, you know, here's what I see happening right, right here. And this is the reason why clients need to hire professionals, Ooh. planners, decorators. All four of us right now are probably thinking Diet Coke theme things. And, and uh, like, when you hire a team and I love that you said, you know, your art department, like you're hiring a team of creative people that know how to put these pieces together. I, you're talking about this. And in my mind, I'm thinking to personalize diet Coke commercials, like either the candle lighting is like 13 mini TV commercials with the space, the faces of the guests spoofed into it, or the, the entrance video is a diet Coke commercial with, you know, little Johnny featured in it. I mean, there's, so many cool things, but hiring a team of creative professionals gets you to that next level. And yeah, and I think it's important that clients allow all the vendors to work as a team together. There are many times where the group they've hired, like eh, they never did a bar mitzvah before, and this one, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So we had one recently where the family insisted that this guy was just raw talent DJ. He'd never done a mitzvah before. We worked with him to make sure that when he walked in, he was great. Now, that doesn't mean he wouldn't have been great without working with him. But we, you know, we brought him to the venue, worked closely with, you know, kind of sharing what we could. And actually other MCs that we know, we suggested they talk um, to give him, you know, it's important. So the vendors you hire, every vendor's important in the in the chain planning very, is picking the right vendors very true very true uh any other themes jump out of you things that you've done recently that just wow factors and and you know i'm trying where my head is spinning with how many things we're doing right now <laughs> <laughs> i i can't so real quick we grew from two planners to now four after the pandemic before the pandemic for years it was just two planners um, and so four different people doing four, 40 different parties. <laughs> wow. And, um, but we all talk, we meet every week and we, we, we give each other our ideas for what they're working on, which is like you said, it's about the team. Um, I'm trying to think themes wise. Do we have any great themes coming up guys? We just did uh, winter in Paris. We've done a lot of glow themes all the glow furniture that you guys invested in. We want to help get it off the shelves. Um, we invested in some stuff. We've done, there's a lot of beautiful organic balloon sculptures going on now. We've been hanging things from them. Balloons, balloons are back. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Blues are definitely back. Blues are big. Around the world. Yeah, we just did an around the world theme, travel. Couldn't, nobody could travel, so we're traveling with them with the event. Virtually. Are, you, are you finding that the adults and the kids are intertwined? Are you doing more kid kid-styled events with themes versus adults having a separate party in the in the same spot or the themes are intertwined? I you know, it's really interesting. I'm seeing a lot more kid-only events mm -hmm. right now where it really is focused on the kids. And I mean, I'll tell you, we just did an event this past weekend. The kids really weren't interested. And one of the, one of the really, the comment that hit me the most, it was a former client of ours. We had done a drive-by for her daughter during right. the pandemic. And she is a teacher at the school a lot of these kids go to. And she said, they're not ready for this. They've been at home they haven't really learned socialization the last few years during such formative years of socialization. And literally, these kids are sitting outside of the ballroom on their phones, some alone, some in little groups. They're not, they weren't ready for such this party. Point. And we don't even think about that. That's such a good point. Yeah. And I think we have to maybe think a little bit right now about what is the best kind of event. You know, like the adults took over the dance floor. Well, the kids didn't want to be on it anymore. Right. They're, they just weren't ready for that. Now, that was that group. Next week, it's going to be a different group, right? It, it just depends on the group. But I think this teacher is right. You know, every I, age group. That, that's the value of cocktail hour, though. We stress the importance of cocktail hour. And you just, again, hit the nail on the head. That's when we break the ice and warm the kids up to being social and friendly right. and outgoing. Uh, if we don't have that time to to break through to them, you can't just flip the light switch and turn on a party. No, you can't. So what do you, I'm curious what you do during cocktail hour with the kids. Cause I know what I observed and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Dylan, why don't you take it? Well, I mean, I, I think we say all the time that we got to like almost remind the families that we're working with how to party again. Um, I've been using the joke, uh, you know, during grand entrances, like, all right, turn your cameras on to your, you know, take your microphone off mute. We're going to cheer for a moment. Um, but I think it comes down to small format stuff. Um, being able to work with small groups is probably the quickest way to break their ice. Um, I have found to be really, really successful, just small little like back and forth conversation starters, like, um, little questions and answer type of games that you can play with two or three kids at a time. That way it's not a big group setting. And I think that once you get them to think that you're cool, uh, it'll end up translating to the bigger party. So um, I we've done dozens and dozens of, of minutes on, um, on cocktail hour. So I don't want to go too far into detail here, but I think that the cocktail hour in general has to be something that your entertainment team is invested in. Um, but to kind of spin it back to, to themings, because that's what we're, hope, we're, we're oh, hoping, yeah. the, the takeaways, <laughs> hoping the takeaways are for theming. Um, we have done, uh, I think one of the coolest things you can do is take uh, a variation of a theme that's that your kid likes. So um, it's very easy to like stop on baseball, but we've done the Hall of Fame of baseball as a theme, as opposed to just baseball in general. Instead right. of it just being candy, it could be something bigger than candy. It could be an iteration, like only like, like the theme could be sour, sweet, gone, as in like the, the uh, you know, iteration of candy. Um, 
So I think that we, as, as a creative team, and most importantly for our families, although it's comfortable and easy to choose sports or soccer or baseball, safe bet, or, safe bet. like it's, it's safe. I think that if you can pull yourself out of that comfortability, you can find mm -hmm. some really, really great themes. Yeah. Um, like award yeah. shows or, or well, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, Michael mentioned this article just got published in our uh, Jewish times here in Baltimore. And uh, we talked a little bit about Broadway and one of the most favorite themes of mine with the Broadway twist was more the award show. You know, you, your place card said you've been nominated for best actress and you sat at that table it might have been your husband was nominated for best actress too but you all sat at the table together and then for the candle lighting they called up the winner for each table and like you're not only investing the child at this point you're investing your guests you're getting you're they're buying into the scene too they've gotten into it they're so excited they become part of the story yeah and i often say that designing um a live event is like putting on a, a broadway show without your actors having a script. So it's up to us to give enough cues to these actors, these guests to play their part right, or they're out in the hall. <laughs> Heidi, how early in the process do you suggest a family has a theme? Um, I think when they're ready, you can't force it. I remember getting an email first thing in the morning, it was nine months out, family had a theme two years out. Oh my gosh, my son woke me up in the middle of the night. He hates our theme. He wants to change it. Is it too late? I'm like, nope, haven't done anything. Let's let's start over. Yep. You know, I, I I would like creatively time six months out, nine months out. Depend you know, it depends how involved they're getting, how many layers of of you know, is it entertainment? Am I gonna have to hire? you know, how much stuff, but I think six to nine months is a comfortable time for getting I, that I, done. I asked that question because a lot of the times when I'm on a very first sales call, I ask, is there a theme? Half of the family say, yeah, I think I have something we're toying with. We're not locked in yet. And then the other half say, I have no idea. Um, and at that very early point of the planning, if there's a theme, it allows me to start thinking out of the box. Jordan, you're the best at this too. Like spit firing personalized things that we could do that would make us explosive entertainment different than the competitor. And, and right. I love, it's easier for you to sell. Right. That's all hook. That, that once they hear the creativity and like that one of a kind idea, that one of one that could be, and it doesn't have to be for everybody. And maybe that's not even the direction you go, but once they hear the creativity, they're like, okay, these guys are on to something. Right. Right. So right. I, I can only imagine how hard it is to hire a decorator before you have a theme. You know, like right. what they, it happens. Yeah, you know, like, but we'll get hired two months out because that's when they came up with the theme. Right. You know, and they're afraid to talk to us before. And I think one of the best things about talking to somebody early on is to sit with the child. And you know, we've we have had recently kids with no idea what their theme is, and we have them come sit with the planner, and they walk out of here happy with a theme, with creative ideas, and like they're excited. And that you know, a lot of times parents will be like, they're so not excited. <laughs> and they come talk to you guys or us and they leave excited and that's important for these kids they gotta buy into it too i, I have I mean, a final also, question yeah sorry final question a lot of times the theme is just the, the guest of honor's name or their initials how do you feel about that i have no problem with it we'll add their extra like maybe colors they're into mm -hmm. um 
we'll try to pull a little bit more out, you know, or get a, you know, like that's where the glow theme I think has come from because a lot of these kids had no theme. And so it was more a look with their initials, a right. look with the colors that they, you know, we're trying to go a little bit further. So, you know, we can do it with decor without having it to be themed. You just want it to look nice when they walk, you know, you walk in, you want pictures to look great. Color scheme of some kind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we just got pictures back from our winter in Paris. Julie like nailed the decor and the dress the young lady wore was the perfect color. Like, awesome. you know, <laughs> like those things are important. Yeah. So it doesn't have to have a theme, but color can play a lot. I love it, guys. This is great. Episode 101, we're breaking it down. Heidi Hiller doing her thing. And guys, the explosive team, we love it. We appreciate you guys. Heidi, really quick, before we wrap this thing up, um, can you tell people where to find you, where, where they can get a hold of you if they want to ship Absolutely. You and we ship all over the country. Um, InnovativePartyPlanners.com. We actually have rentals that are, that are shippable. It's called Disco to go. If you click on the rentals on that tab uh, and we're on Instagram, Innovative Party, no planners there. And Facebook, Innovative Party Planners as well. Twitter, or you can call us, but nobody does that anymore. That's hey, Nobody uses a phone anymore. We got Have you heard it ring once while we're talking? <laughs> but the emails, the emails. So, uh, yeah. But, no. and I met you guys through Mitzvah Pros. So, yes. We're all on Facebook together. Yes, we are. Awesome. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I, I think you are only our second guest that's been a, a duplicate. We're happy to have you back. Two for um, a twofer. You got a ton of ideas and, and great ideas, great spirit about you. Uh, it's a pleasure being you know in the same it world. Is a ple I want to work with you guys. We, we got to find a Delaware job together. Let's do it. Do <laughs> it. Let's do it. Delaware, where are you at? We need you. We need you, Delaware. Hire up both teams, explosive and innovative. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine what an explosion that'll be? <laughs> well, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, as okay. always, for the listeners, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you back here next week, Mastering Mitzvahs. We have